Ireland's Classics Radio. It's Trina Mara here. I always laugh with Ashling O'Sullivan when she comes on the show. She says, Trina, I'm desperate at this. Ashling, you're gas. You're brilliant. You're an actress. This is what you do for a living. You're very welcome. <laughs> yeah, I'm an interpreter. Yeah, I'm an interpreter of language, not a speaker of, like, of original language. I think you're able to speak perfectly fine. Um, everybody, <laughs> Ashling is uh, the fantastic actress. We know her from from so many productions, both on the, both on theatre, uh, on a telly, in film. You've kind of done it all at this point. Yeah, I've done it all. So come I here. haven't written. I'll have to write. Oh, you haven't written? I am surprised at that. No, I'll have to write. That's the next thing. Because I would have thought you're a very deep thinker. I think you're a very deep thinker. You'd be very good at writing. What makes you think that, Natrina? That I'm a very, a very deep thinker. I just get a feeling. <laughs> I just get a feeling. <laughs> so I might as well remind people that uh, Ashling was uh, in Raw and she was also in the Clinic TV show that we absolutely adored. And uh, now she's in Martin McDonough's Hangmen, which is back at the gaiety after yeah. a very successful run as well. You and Martin McDonough seem to go back, don't you? You've done a few things together at this point. Yeah, I guess I knew Martin um, when I was in my 20s. We all kind of started out together. There was a, um, a group of um, actors and writers, creatives I, in, who lived in London. I lived in London for about 10 years before I came back to Ireland. And we were all at the beginning of our careers. And um, I met Martin when he was, you know, just about to take the world by storm. So I guess we have um, sort of, we have, history. You both remember what it was like living on beans on toast. Am I right? <laughs> we did, yes. <laughs> you were lucky if you could afford beans. I know, yeah. One tin between the lot of you. I know. Actually, to be honest now, I don't think I could afford beans now. I was only looking at them in the supermarket the other day. It's a fiver oh, for a no. pack of beans. Um, <laughs> oh, well. So, yeah. So, you, so I guess then, do you kind of gravitate then to work with people that you know and you trust and you know that they're, they're not going to be absolute pain in the backside really no I love I mean like I'm I'm a humanitarian <laughs> so I love everyone no matter what you know we've all got our quirks that's a, a word that's used in this play a lot um, but with Martin he's just brilliant I just love his writing I've always loved his writing it's like um, he's, he's his dialogue is just so brilliant to speak and the plays are so brilliantly constructed and entertaining and underneath there's always a seam of you know he's a deep thinker too and it's hidden behind um, all of this sort of fireworky uh, language and um, storytelling ability he's a I would consider him a genius he I would is. consider him a genius. Yeah. There's always in, humor in thrown in there as well, way. isn't there though? Yeah, he's like brilliant at that. He kind of he he can get across some very serious points um and and hide them under the humor. This hangman, I mean I think he started off doing hangman before the pandemic. I can't believe we're even saying that word about covid, but uh, I think he started doing that originally and I know that he'd opened in Broadway and everything and then he kind of thought yeah, that's the right. pandemic hit and then he he thought that was it, but it certainly wasn't it. Yeah. And hangman is back. And uh, can you explain to us for anyone who doesn't know the story of this what it's all about? Okay, well, it's set in the 1950s um, in the north of England and it's about uh, hanging and the last the second best hangman in England is the hero of the play his name is Harry and we meet him on the day they are about to abolish the Act of Parliament has suspended the, the death penalty mm-hmm. and he is out of a job basically and sort of I suppose hanging was his claim to fame 
and he has um, a pretty fragile ego. We get to meet this guy and how he deals with life after losing his 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 celebrity. The second best hangman. That's an odd one, isn't it? The second best <laughs> hangman. That's a, that's it's the an best, awful thing, but that's, it's the truth. The best apparently was a man called Albert Pierpoint. He's famous when anyone mentions hanging. This guy was brilliant at it. Very, um, I suppose he hung decisively. The person died fast and he was very professional about it. And, you know, it didn't affect him morally, I, I, I guess, or maybe it did privately, but he was considered the best. And I, in my little... Um, rooting around trying to find information about hanging and what it was like. There were a lot of botched jobs. So I suppose he became the best because I don't think he did any disastrous hangings. Yeah. It's an appalling thing to think about. Isn't but that's it? Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. And you play Alice. It was hanging in Ireland as well. What's yes, that? I play Alice. So who's Alice then? Alice is Harry's wife. She's sort of a, a woman of the 1950s. She's sort of steeped in the cultural ideas that women, you know, had their, their place within the home and they really didn't have a voice. Uh, that's kind of the environment she has been brought up in and lives in and plays out. But she kind of, emancipa- she gets emancipated throughout the play. She's very interesting very interesting character. And imagine imagine your husband yeah. being a hangman. Imagine that. So off he goes to work to hang people for a living. Unbelievable. Like, yeah, and I, I think it wasn't his primary, like, the. I don't think they made, you know, enough to live on from hanging Ekin's kind of career. So he had a bar, he ran a pub, and this is where the play unfolds in this pub in Oldham. Okay. Very well explained there for anyone who's going along. So Martin McDonough obviously wrote it. Would he, I know there would be a director, wouldn't there? Would Martin McDonough ever get yeah. involved in that? Andrew Flynn is the director of this. He runs uh, Dexon Theatre and I know that he's very close with Martin. So they, you know, the emails would be flying and questions would be flying about the, the piece. In some of Martin's productions of his plays, he has been at the rehearsal, in the rehearsal space, answering questions and, you know, nudging the play production in, in, in directions. Yeah. But with this one, he had he had just finished The Banshees of year and it was Oscar time so there was just no, right. uh, was no time for him to get over to Ireland. There was Ireland. no time, there yeah. was no text in Martin <laughs> around that time I'd say oh my god, yeah. his phone must have gone crazy. <laughs> yeah, he'd respond, absolutely respond but he was busy over in America yeah. uh, straddling the world. <laughs> it, it's funny you mentioned about you know like American obviously Oscars all that um, every, is this the mad one, I don't know whether anyone has told you this before, when I see you Ashling, I think of Nicole Kidman, you remind me of her so much. Has anyone told you that? Yes, millions of people have told me that. Billions. That's billions not a bad comparison. <laughs> I don't all. know what it is. It's not a bad comparison. I just have I just have to study her and, and do what she does. She's um I was in LA many years ago. I was working over there actually on the Beauty Queen of Linan and uh, I was crossing the road um and um a whole heap of cars stopped suddenly as I was crossing the road and some guy was hanging out of um, this Land Rover kind of shouting, it's her, it's her. And I was looking around going, who is it? Wow, who have I, who have I missed? Some, there's some superstar around here looking around. And of course, it was, he thought it was, I was Nicole Kidman. Oh, brilliant. So, um, so all the pops are looking for you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because you're quite tall, aren't you? So you'd be tall like her as well. I recall it's sort of strange. I guess she has uh, Irish, you know, she's got Irish genes somewhere or I've got Australian genes, one or the other. But um, Nicole Kidman has an Irish look, I think. I mean, I'm not her doppelganger, but I, I do have similarities to her. But I've seen other, certainly Irish actresses who have a, a whiff of her too. Because I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking of, you know, if you're going to be cast in a movie now in Hollywood, and it could be Nicole Kidman's sister, no bother at all. You need to get on yeah, that. great. Okay. Your yeah, fees. well, I'll get straight on after Phoebe? this phone call. Yeah, the Phoebe a few million, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, a few million. And I'll take the yeah, that'll be right. I got a 10% cut at least on that, I'm sure. Yeah, you represent me. You represent <laughs> me on that, Trina. <laughs> and I'll say that you can do an actual Irish act. But um, I say you're not yeah, bad yeah. at the accents, though, are you? Are you good at doing American and Australian and uh, all the all around the world? Well, it's actually something I'm uh, really, I'm leaning into certain things at the moment. And accents is something I'm really, for some reason, have become a bit fascinated by. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying that. I'm really enjoying learning all of these different, uh, what it does when you speak with a different sound. There's no getting away from the Irish accent, though. I mean, it's always going to be. I think no matter how long somebody lives abroad, the Irish accent always stays. I knew somebody who they lived in Mayo and uh, they moved from Mayo when they were about, I think they were 17 and they were in their 80s and they still had the strongest accent, Irish accent, even though they lived in another country their whole life. And then then on the flip side, Ashing, the people who go to London for the weekend and they come back. It's funny. It's funny. (laughs) Well, it's funny what, you know, it's funny how our brain mimics, you know, what's going on around us. I would think that's a great ability to be able to kind of get assimilated into the environment you're in as quickly as possible. It must be some kind of um, evolutionary trick Mm. to be able to step into a a strange group of people and, and try and sound like they are as quickly as possible. But I'm always... Um, I, I love doing the, uh, you know, working on the American accent because I hear so much of the Irish in the American accent. We're very similar in our sounds, particularly Kerry for some reason, which is where I'm from. The, the Kerry accent really lends itself to the American accent. And I feel a real, um, what's the word? I feel when we all left on those famine ships, we must have influenced the sound over there. The next stop was America, wasn't it? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> That's it, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The run of this, uh, The Hangman, it's on at the Gaiety. That's it, yeah. Yeah. The performance is, uh, it starts on the 19th of October and it goes on until the 4th of November. Okay, lovely. So it's about two weeks, about two and a half weeks, maybe? Something like that? It's about two weeks, yeah. It's about two weeks. It was was mainly because, you know, you couldn't get a ticket to the the first week. We did it in March and April and you just, people couldn't get a ticket, so they brought it back. That must give you such a kick, you know, when you're involved in a show, because I'm sure when you were starting off there must have been shows that you did plays etc where you couldn't get the bums on seats and then to go from that to people literally can't get a ticket it's remarkable isn't it yeah it is remarkable but I, I think that's a measure of Martin I mean any of the plays I've, I've worked on of Martin's there are queues around the block you know to get in I remember when I did the, the, the Cripple of Inish Man in the Gaiety many years ago there were queues around the Gaiety up around Zara and and um, down that little road, I can't remember the name of it. There were a lot, you know, people queuing to get their tickets. But that's kind of wonderful. But it's also, 
you know, as long as you love, you know, the piece and what you're performing in, I'd be happy to perform it to two people. So it is a bonus to be working on something that everyone really wants to see. Yeah, well, look, it's going to be fantastic. The Gaiety Theatre, Hangman yep. there with Ashling O'Sullivan. Ashling, thanks so much for coming on. See, you're brilliant at talking. Thanks I don't so know why much. you think that you're not. You're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get me chatting. You get me chatting, Trina. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. Take care of yourself now. Bye-bye. All right, Trina. Have a great we'll day and you mind soon. yourself. Okay, bye. Bye-bye, Trina. Bye-bye. It's Ireland's Class Kids Radio.